welcome back to Miss D's Lunacy. Today we have a guest who is very well versed in a topic few of us are knowledgeable about. Come be enlightened about the diversity of African music. Africa is comprised of 54 countries, so of course we can't cover it all, but you're going to hear songs from some famous African musicians who have greatly influenced the music in many other countries. Music is, after all, a universal language that unites people. And here to tell you all about it is an expert in this area. Please welcome François Dubouet. Thank you for being on the show, François. It is a, such a treat to have you here. Thank you very much for having me, Miss D, and give me the opportunity to bring in some good sons from Africa. Oh, we're so thrilled. I'm so thrilled because your knowledge is so incredible and so talented. I really commend you. But before we begin, I want to, I'm so intrigued to find out how you became so knowledgeable about African music. Well, the story goes that in the early 80s when I arrived to the US, I lived in Long Island and so as I worked in Manhattan, I used to drive my car most of the time and one evening I was driving and put a station, I don't even remember which one, and I hear these incredible sounds and lo and behold, it was a whole one week, 24 hours, seven days show about African music and basically uh, there was a gentleman there that was hosting the show and was explaining each rhythm and each musician and each country. And after hearing that for 24 hours, seven days on the row and typing some, I just got so interested in it that I dug and dug and dug until I found more and more. So you got hooked. Yes, definitely. <laughs> well, considering there's so many diverse musicians in this country, to be able to focus on one particular one that is unfortunately not heard very often, it's, it must have been fascinating for you to hear it. Yeah, that's one of the motives, actually, to uh, you know, be part of something that is not well known. At the same token, by the same token, I, what I did is also dug my knowledge of folk, Latin American music, and Caribbean music. So that went hand in hand with the, with the African music. And basically, I ended up with about 50,000 CDs, my both, both uh, you know, African and Latin American. Well, you lived in Latin America, so of course, that was so understandable for you as well. Yep, it didn't hurt. <laughs> it didn't hurt since you were able to understand the nuances. Now, our focus today will be the music of only black Africa, its unique instruments and musicians, as well as the influences that shaped them. Yes, uh, what happens is that the social and political <clears throat> problems for the, from the fight of independence have resulted in novel rhythms and styles. To traditional musics like Kora or Mbira or something like that, African artists have added Western instruments to create new and wonderful sounds. We will try to explain some of these particular instruments during the show. The huge forced immigration of Africans to America brought musical traditions from Africa that slowly filter into the music of the continent, particularly South America and the Caribbean islands. And then there was a boomerang effect that practically went back 
from the Caribbean and Latin American in particular, and especially Cuban music, went back to re-influence the music of post-independence, particularly in the Congo Zaire RDC. Most of the local African bands before independence and just after the independence initially catered to the taste of use Western colonizers. But after independence, this evolved into new and innovative, innovative sounds. Now, we got to fasten our seatbelts because we're going someplace in Africa. So we're going to do a flyover of the different countries and sounds, starting with the music of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Yes, Congo Zaire, there were two Congos, Congo Zaire and Congo Brazzaville, and Congo Zaire is the one that is called Democratic Republic of Congo. Which is really not. <laughs> yeah, and it obtains its independence in the 1960 without having to fight for independence like most of the other countries. But after independence from 1960 to 1965, there was a lot of violence and political crisis that plunged the country into a lot of violence. Political instability and violence did not stop local musicians from flourishing and creating a new sound called sukus, which mainly used Western instruments like acoustic guitar. Early sukus was heavily influenced by rumba and cha-cha-cha, but also by American swing, French cabaret, and Nigerian high life. The last couple of decades post-90 demonstrate rumba, reggae, Souls and Dombolo influence. Many of Zaire's greatest artists, including Congo Man, have influenced other countries' sounds. Now we're going to listen to the first track by Kanda Bongo Man, Sai, from the album Kwasa Kwasa.
Oh my god, it's so much fun! It makes you want to dance. This this music with acoustic guitars is typical and and has a lot of influence from South America, cha cha cha, rumba, and uh, uh, music wonderful. of the islands. Oh, the second god. the second track uh, also Sukus by a, by a band called Sukus Start. It's wonderful. Is that the name of the album or that just the name of the particular Yes, song? no, that's the name of the track. Oh, now, my God, it's wonderful. I, I, I have to explain another thing, that yeah. the, all these songs that you just uh, listened to, they were sung in Lingala. Lingala is the main uh, language uh, with French of the Congos. So it's important because you're going to see in the following tracks. Okay, so now we're going to put on our seatbelts again and on to East Africa and Kenya, which I've actually been. So uh, go ahead. Okay. Many, many Congolese music, musicians emigrated to Kenya due to political violence and formed bands singing in Lingala. That's why this language is important. Kenya is home to over 40 languages with many ethnic groups. Other Kenyan bands singing in Swahili became popular as well. The main influence is hip-hop, rock, reggae, and recently gospel music that have become popular as well. Wow. Now we're going to hear one of the, a couple of, of, of tracks that are uh, the first one by um, 
Super Mazembe Band, Kasongo, is sung in Lingala, and you're going to listen, you know, the similarities with the, the two Sukus uh, uh, tracks. Now, the next track is going to be sung by a band in Swahili, which is the main language in, uh, in uh, Kenya. And it's, it's sung by a band with the improbable name of Them Mushrooms. <laughs> and they're going to sing a very, very well-known song called Jumbo Buana. Jumbo, 
aren't they very famous also, this band? Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, they're amazing. John Babuana. And they've, heard, they've been heard here in America, haven't they? No, I don't no. think so. Oh, my goodness. It's such a great beat. All right, we're off. Put on your seatbelts. We're off on the plane. And we're now going to Tanzania, which I've actually been to myself. All right, Tanzania. Tanzania is basically two countries that were put together, Tanganyika and Zanzibar. Right? Oh, that's true. That's Tanzanian true. artists have created a new style by the name of Bongo Flava, a blend of all sorts of melodies, beats, and sounds. One of their you know, main uh, exponent of this kind of music by the name of Hukwe Sawoze, for example, specialized in the Ilimba, large lemelo phone similar to the Mbira. Tindo is a rhythm identified with particular bands, like Sikindi with Mlimani Park, who we're going to hear in a moment. Tarab is, is a popular genre gen as, as well with Islamic roots, using percussion, percussions from Africa, guitar from Europe, wood and kwan from Arab Middle East, and tashokoto from Africa. It's a fusion of pre-Islamic Swahili tunes with general is Islamic melodies. After the 60s, which were heavily influenced by African and Latin America, Swahili jazz emerged. The most recent dance is chiriku, which relies on four drums and a keyboard. U.S. hip-hop and Congolese sukus have also influenced Tanzanian music, as we're going to see in the next couple of tracks. The, the track that we're going to play now is by Mlimani Park Orchestra, and it's called Nima. <laughs>
there was so much sadness in that country for so long. How are their music is so beautiful and so soothing because they went I guess, through I guess the violence and the love of fight for independence created musics that uh, really, you know, counterbalance and you know the hardships the of daily life. The hardships. Yeah. Okay. Now, also in that, in this preceding track that we just heard, you can you can hear some influences of uh, Congolese sukus, as well as some uh, some Lingala uh, songs. The next track, also, is going to be by Salum Abdullah and Cuban marimba band, and that also reinforces the fact that the Cuban music has influenced back the music of Africa. The track is called. Wanawake Tanzania. It's unbelievable because there were such tragedies there, but the music is so rhythmic and so passionate. Yes. Okay. It's, it's so wonderful no, music. All right. So fasten your seatbelts. Now we're going to Zambia. Okie dokie. This is uh, Zambia is the land of Kalindula. Kalindula has at least two guitars, a bass guitar, percussions, drums, and sometimes added flute, saxos, and rattle. It speaks of life and death. And we can listen to some of the best Zambian, mu uh, Zamb Zamb Zambian tunes. Uh, the next is a track that was immensely popular by a band called Olia Band, Clementina. Thank you. 
Fabulous rhythm. Fabulous. The next, the next track is by uh, a band called Mulemena Boys, Mukwenga Mukunanga. Absolutely lovely, beautiful. I have to say, these musics are so incredible. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has a rhythm. Um, I have to precise one thing. Uh, Zambia and Zimbabwe are both uh, the northern half and the southern half of the old country of Rhodesia. The northern half became Zambia and the southern uh, half became Zimbabwe. Interesting. Uh, 
Now, we're going to transport you to Zimbabwe. And in Zimbabwe, there is a rhythm called Chimurenga, the most popular style from the days prior to independence until after. Pioneered by a singer called Thomas Mapfumo, it delves into the social injustices pre perpetrated by the government. The next track is by Thomas Mapfumo, Hua Hua. <laughs> Mbira is synonymous with traditional music, and many have drawn inspiration for, to forge new sounds. During the 80s, a popular guitar-driven dance music emerged known as Jit or Jit Jiv, with fast drum and guitar. It was influenced by Chimurenga, Sungura music, Congolese rumba, and Tanzanian guitar styles. The Bundu boys uh, helped uh, to popularize this style.
you don't stop to get out of the car and start dancing don't you get into it i mean how do you just not move around every well, time I, you hear this i've been listening to this music for 35 years so don't far you dance so. all the time oh yeah 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 it makes you dance it's it, a wonderful music i love it really <laughs> cheery really cheery now other types of zimbabwean music include sungura which is a mixture of bass guitar rhythm guitar and lead guitar relying heavily on bass guitar and drums then there is a different type of sungura on uh, uh, music with bass rhythm and, lead, and lead, lead guitar, but with an emphasis on the hornbill sound. Gospel became more popular in the turn of the century due to the political hardships of the Mugabe regime. In 2001, the government introduced 100% local content in all radio stations, and musicians emerged that embraced hip-hop and fused it with local flair. The latest popular music in, in uh, Zimbabwe is Zim Dancehall, sung by youth who express their daily tribulation similar to Jamaica Dancehall. Oliver Mutsukuri, whom we're going to listen next, is one of the most successful Zimbabwean artist with his own rhythm called Tuku music. Tuku being his nickname because his name is kind of unpronounceable. So here is Oliver Mutsukuri, Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely fabulous. This I love the name Tuku. It's so much easier to say, right? Tukuji. Tukuji, so they call him Tuku. <laughs> I think it's wonderful, and he's actually quite well-known as well. I'm completely jet-lagged, so we're going to take a pause, and we're going to break for episode two. And I just want to tell you, I just love all this. I think you're just amazing. That's the purpose and, of this show. <laughs> well, it is. It's to entertain you and to have you listen to something very unusual. So we're going to hold off until episode two. And we just want to say God bless. Peace to everyone. And don't forget, lead us not into temptation. We can find it ourselves. Have a great day. <laughs>